0: Feel free to, um, you know, that whole licking your finger thing while you're eating your banana yeah, yeah. and you're on the mic. It's mm. awesome.
1: <laughs> try, to, try to cough and sneeze as yeah, much as possible. I will. <laughs> uh,
0: you know, by the way, m- uh, Matt has some dental floss. I don't know if you know this, but I'm a crazy avid dental flosser. Hey, you guys, once I some, didn't know that. I dental floss like four or five times a I, day. Wow. I, I just flossed yeah. like two and a half yeah. minutes ago.
2: You know they took oh, that oh, off good. the, what's mm-hmm. What's the national body, ADA? It's not ADA. American Dental Association. Is it AZDAD? They kind of quietly removed that the recommendations to floss.
1: There was a the whole
0: campaign a couple years ago saying that there's no scientific proof that yeah. flossing does blah, 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 yeah, blah, blah. Yeah. I don't give a fuck about scientific proof or not.
2: I mean, you can see the stuff coming out of your teeth.
0: Yeah, it's <laughs> awesome. And it feels good. It's like wiping yeah, it's my ass. If satisfying. someone was like, hey, you don't need to do that.
2: you still going to do it. I'm still going to do, do, do it. I mean, you'll yeah. think about it. You'll pause. <laughs>
0: <laughs> there's a return on the investment. So you, you, you own a CrossFit affiliate. I do. And you train there? I do. Meaning like you train
2: people there. I do. Yes. You run classes there. I run classes. I've, uh, I do the kids programs, um, everything below teens, uh, personal training, group classes. And yeah, we just celebrated 10 years in September.
0: So you've been around a long time. Mm-hmm. You know your shit. I think so. So today when you were teaching the class here at HQ, who is better, the clients here staff here that you trained here or yours back in Definitely, Brooklyn. Brooklyn.
2: Definitely
0: Brooklyn. Ooh. <laughs> yeah. over, i gotta over. go back home to them <laughs> you, didn't, you didn't even pause i got a one-way ticket <laughs> were, were, you, were you were you surprised at all as you're coaching them are you like man this is exactly what i expected from hq a lot of really proficient movers or were you like wow what a bunch of d-bags <laughs>
2: Neither. Is there it's is like a, your only two options? Yeah, it's A or B. <laughs>
0: no, no, you can, you can. I don't mean to pigeonhole you. No, it was,
2: um, I think it was a, a typical sampling of a, a group of folks. I mean, you had some people. We had one uh, guy, Hugh, who was the very first CrossFit workout ever. Oh, yeah. Um, and we does had some he work people, here? He worked yeah, here Yeah, he today's he just day two. Yesterday, yeah. Yeah. yeah we but, hired
0: uh, someone who doesn't do today's day two? Yeah. What's he do? IT. I don't know what he does. He's got to be IT.
2: But I, I saw him lingering a little bit, and I started chatting him up and. I got, got some hands on him before the class to make sure he knew what was going on. Nice guy. Someone,
0: someone, I should meet him, but you don't know what he does, what (laughs) department he works in?
2: No, I assume he, yeah, I I have no idea. It's day two.
0: I met a guy the other day and he's got, he's got a a new book coming out and it's a, um, you know, nutrition book. And he said to me, you know, if you help me get my book to the number one bestsellers list, um, I'll start doing CrossFit. (laughs) Wow. I'm thinking to myself, I think you might have that backwards. I think you should do CrossFit to help your book.
2: Yeah. hmm
3: It's a lot of faith in you that you've got that kind of pull. Yeah. That that well, ways. thank you. You saw me crowd? slide that in. <laughs> yeah.
2: What are you gonna do for me? Right. <laughs>
0: I just, I just, I just smiled. Yeah. Um, and asked him if I was mentioned in the book. And when he said no, I got up and left. <laughs> you, 10 years as a CrossFit gym owner, mm-hmm. did you have a 10 year party? We did. How was that? It was awesome anything the, inappropriate
2: happen um no like this, anything mm-hmm. that cause
0: you to remove a client
2: this no this one was pretty smooth we had a five year two that it was actually quite similar and um i almost got into a fight at that one
0: with one with one of your clients
2: no no what happened was it was like getting late in the night and uh there was some some guy there and i didn't recognize. there was you know, maybe a couple hundred people there some guy I didn't recognize and i went over to him and i was like hey you know who are you here with or whatever he's in line he's like get the fuck away from me and I was like, excuse me? Wow. And he was like, already, he seemed, you know, drunk. And I was like, um, I was like, you know, can I like, yeah, he was, he was he basically got a little hot with me. And then he like, tell me to step off, et cetera. And I had to kind of strong arm him out of the party.
0: Doesn't get the fuck away from me in New York means how you doing?
2: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It chunk. didn't phase him, I'll say that much. <laughs> that sounds like it's his <laughs> it, charm. It didn't phase him, yeah.
0: You're friends with Adrian Bosman?
2: I mean, I know him, yeah. <laughs> We're still working on it. I mean, so you come into town
0: no. to visit HQ and Adrian's like monopolizing your time. Right. And every time he goes to the East Coast to do a seminar, he's with you. Are you on the seminar staff?
2: I'm not, no. Um, I met that? Adrian in 2009. So we did. The, we hosted the first L1 in uh, 2009, the first one in New York. And uh, I actually had, had two uh, coworkers who had gone to see, they'd gone to San Francisco CrossFit, met Adrian and they were like, oh, this guy, Adrian, you and him are gonna be fast friends. And he ended up coming out for that level one and the rest is so man's history. When
0: you're yeah. saying two coworkers, you were the owner of the gym at that time. Two of the guys that you employ at your gym worked Correct. out at CrossFit San Francisco. They saw this purple haired Mohawk guy. Yeah, um, yeah. Like, <laughs> and uh, blue, yeah. apologize. My blue and purple is fucked up. Yeah, yeah. Um, Different story. That's blue right there, your cup, right? Yeah. Okay, well I get that. And um, and they knew. There was something about his-
2: His, uh, his je ne sais quoi. Yeah. <laughs> Something about his essence. And they knew.
0: And then so then he came out to do an L1 at your gym. Yeah. And you're like, you started peeping him?
2: Yeah, yeah. I mean, he was CrossFit, ro- <clears throat> CrossFit royalty at the time. He was. You know? He was. So I was a little nervous, but... Uh,
0: he's parlayed that royalty from the guy who got so many of us into CrossFit to um, head judges at CrossFit <laughs> games. That's quite, that's like a, he's kept the spark alive. Yeah,
2: trying to, you know, <laughs> just trying to keep him moving forward. Trying to get on his level. That's right. Riding he's, his coat stripes.
0: And so then you stayed in touch. You exchanged phone numbers.
2: Yeah, yeah, we stayed in touch. And then he came out for another L one, and then we just he kind of I think he extended the trip. I think he came out a little bit early and then crashed with me. Is is Adrian in your favorites? Is he? He's one of my besties. Yeah.
0: But I mean, on your iPhone, if we were to, is he starred? If we were to open up your iPhone and look at your favorites,
2: no. Well, I don't. We text. We don't really call very often. Okay,
0: Mm -hmm. because you know what I realized the other day. Do people
2: still use the favorites? Oh, don't make favorites. Is that? Oh yeah, you whip it out right now daily.
1: I, I have fav- I have the favorites. Yeah. And yeah, the other day my wife went in my favorites and she was, luckily she was the first. And She's like, it's damn right. I have like day. my parents
2: <laughs> in a restaurant <laughs> <My favorites.
1: laughs> I don't think the, I order
0: food from. I don't think the order of the favorites matters though, right?
1: Okay. Apparently to my wife
0: it, it used is. to. Yeah. To, um, to my wife it mattered too, not matter, but she noticed it, but I don't think it matters. Like I like the one right in the middle is a good one.
2: Yeah.
0: I want to be right in your middle. So
1: oh you yeah. Thumb. You don't have to very, reach up to the very top ergonomic. of
0: the Go ahead, Matt, aren't you wondering if you're in my
3: favorites?
1: No, not wanted at all because you're your feelings will be hurt? No. I don't, I don't, know. I don't have feelings. No. Matt is not
3: it's my favorite.
1: Good. I wouldn't want to be.
0: I thought about answer I thought about adding him the other day. And if you look at the favorites, if I feel like if your favorites go bigger than one page, then it defeats the purpose really of having your favorites because yeah. then you got to stroll up the whole point is just to get them quickly so, so i'd have to kick someone out so
1: you've got a page full of favorites i bet i could probably guess half of them
2: we actually adrian and i got our second buddy tattoos yesterday so i think that ranks above holy yeah.
1: shit are we about to really earn the explicit rating on this podcast yeah. <laughs> <laughs> is true. that true you guys have buddy tattoos
3: we have two. Oh, can i see what yeah. tell me oh, about so that. we got on different continents
0: even. Why? Yeah. How did the first one happen? Do you have buddy tattoos with anyone else, Adrian?
3: Yes,
2: first tattoo I ever got was a buddy tattoo.
1: Are these like so. are these tattoos you match up and they create one?
2: My, our original plan, which we still might come to fruition, was excuse to me, have.
3: Excuse
1: me.
0: They Hobart. <laughs> I didn't hear no. Hobart and Maliolo don't have <laughs> shit on these two. <laughs> Those guys sorry you guys are now the winners of intimacy so we have bro, two, bro bro intimacy
2: we have two yeah buddy tattoos but I've been I've been trying to get Adrian we've been talking about this for a couple of years to have a chest piece so epic that it spans two chests that we have to go arm over arm some sort of space or seascape like <laughs> in barbarian I love it yeah hey, oh. there's a, a saga
0: <laughs> if you if you if it's like an aircraft carrier and you guys come together. Yeah. I'm
2: That's digging only, it. But so anyway, it's, it's, but it's a It'll unleash some sort of secret power. Yeah. Exactly. Or, um, like a wormhole wormhole. Or, or
0: like a topless mermaid and each of you has yeah. one breast and you come
3: together and she comes, you know. Uh, and then the rest of the time is just, you just have one. Just boob. half the mermaid. <laughs> yeah. 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 You're walking around. he's yeah. 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 <laughs> like, what, what's.
0: Um, so, so. I mean I, Here I am Trying to make it Uncomfortable By letting Matt know He's not my favorites And you can fucking <laughs> Tell me you have a buddy tattoo And I'm very close With Adrian So I'm toying with Staying focused on the, yeah. s- on the tattoo And like Maybe I need to get one With Adrian
2: yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so Let's do it So what's the buddy tattoo Let so me hear about we, it um, So Adrian On I know my first day Was April 9th You started about April one. So eight, what was, why did you start it actually? Pat, Pat Barber was all up on it and he's he like, Hey, you should do this. I'm like, okay. So I did do what? So we do, uh, we've been taking cold showers every single morning and we're up on about 256 ish days. We're going to just do it for the rest of our lives. The, it was originally 30 days and then it was, uh, first person to not do it gets kicked off the planet. Um, why? Just a daily rite of passage. Not, we're not in it for any health benefits. So wait a second. You don't, don't even, you don't don't even, to you don't even start with a warm shower? No. Straight in. Straight in. Cold blast. CB. So we got... <laughs> I don't <laughs> know if you can see this. <laughs> you,
0: Boy, know. hey, I think that's yeah, just a yeah, crazy way to save water. You don't fuck around in there, yeah. huh? Yeah. Oh. So we got a little
2: skeleton. He's cold. <laughs> He's cold. It kind of perfectly captures the essence of what a cold blast feels like. Wow, I so really like that. It's chilly.
3: Let me see yours. Real chilly.
1: Wait, so so Pat suggested the cold shower or Can the body tattoos?
3: It on, put no, no, no. Pat Barber, uh, I was working a seminar oh, with him. Those are actually really uh-huh. cool. I was working a seminar with him in uh, around the same time. Damn, look he at that, was Jay. doing it. The cold shower. Yeah, so it, I think uh-huh. it was some sort of challenge he was doing. And he's like, hey, you should do this too. And I'm like, okay. And then I texted David. I was like, I hey, you I should did. do this too. I was in. And he said, okay. Yeah.
1: Pat Barber, friend of the
0: program. So wait, well, I want you to know that every morning, um, uh, Matt and I, the first thing we do, we wake up and we go to the garage and get out a hammer and hit the head of our penis as hard as we can. <laughs> I mean, what, just... what's the
3: tattoo look yeah, like? exactly. For that? <laughs> <laughs> we're slowly working our way up yeah. the gauge of the hammer. <laughs> ten,
0: ten years. Have you ever thought about being on the um, trying to make it on the L one team, or did you make it, not make it? Did you try to make it, not? No,
2: make it? No, I, I I've got my hands full, and I, I mean, I love. Coaching, I love being there, and I love you know being in the thick of it. So like a lot of affiliate owners tend to kind of phase out of coaching. I've seen, especially the longer you're in it. Um, but no, that's why I started. I started to coach, and that's what I want to do. And and uh, I feel busy enough. So
0: who 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 are some of your other favorite affiliate owners out there? Favorite gyms? What are good gyms that have you like you look at and you're like those are cool gyms? I like that. Who's in your favorites?
2: Who's in my favorites? Um, I actually haven't gone out to as many gyms as, as you would think in 10 years. I like CrossFit Santa Cruz. Um, I went out there last, a couple of years ago, and I really, I really dug their vibe. Um, let's see, CrossFit. Uh, Morristown is really cool. Kariana's um, gym? Kariana's gym. Does she still own that gym? Yeah, she does. I think she co owns it with somebody else. I'm not, I'm not sure.
0: Have you been to um, Nadia's gym?
2: I have not, but people tell me I would like it cuz I'm really OCD about the cleanliness uh-huh. and everything matching and being color coded and, and organized and labeled and so how about not, how about a,
0: Brian's gym?
2: Brian Powers? Yeah. Uh, I know I I've like communicated with him but I've never been to his gym.
0: You would you would really get along with him. That's my next.
2: That's what Adrian. Maybe. He's the best. Yeah. If You're willing to
3: Brian put another 10 year oh get another yeah. friend. Yeah. He would probably buddy yeah. tattoo the Fuck out and back with you too. He's a uh, weird dude. He's Brian's as weird as Adrian. I love he could that be the, the three-breasted mermaid. Oh, that's a good plan. Like uh, from Total Recall. Yeah. But what, a mermaid. Or cabin boy. Right.
0: What makes a good affiliate? What's let's let's do a top ten list.
2: So I think that I mean I mentioned this in one of the videos, and I think that there's there's a lot of ways to do it correctly. There's a lot of ways to do it well. There's no one right way. There's no like handbook. Um, the the things in that the video that I talked about that the journal put out was uh, professional, inclusive, effective, and I think if you kind of nail on those three things. It doesn't matter what your setup is, you're gonna be, be successful for your members. So professional being, again, like the, the quality of the facility, like is it clean? Is the equipment organized? Does everything work? Is everything clearly laid out? Um, do the coaches know what they're doing? You know, do you have professional coaches versus like hobby coaches? You know, and I think I, you know, I get as you, as you build up and, and build your affiliate, you know, you can kind of take what you can get in the beginning, but ultimately you wanna to work towards having a professional staff, people who are there, who are career coaches who are who are, you know, there to to settle you know their roots in and, and be at your affiliates as long as they can. So professional, inclusive, Knowledge,
0: knowledgeable, knowledgeable. That yeah. goes that goes in the professional bucket.
2: Yeah, exactly. So someone who's eighty or someone who's you know sixteen shows up, you know what to do with them.
0: Supportive yet not too chummy, not inappropriate.
2: Not inappropriate, and um, inclusive. You know, can anyone walk into your gym and feel safe and protected and and feel like they belong there? Um, and in effective, you know, does it work? Are people getting better, are people staying safe? So I think those three principles, you know, after 10 years of kind of thinking about it, are the things that <clears throat> I think are our guiding principles. And, you know, if we do something or if we make a decision or, you know, assessing something, there's a kind of fall in line with professional, inclusive, effective.
0: Are you a natural? Did you do this for five years and then come up with these? Or is this something that you knew going in?
2: I Well, I wanted to have my own gym since I was 17. So I was in high school, and I knew that it was gonna be something community-based, something special, something, I wanted it to be exceptional, I wanted to be my own boss, I wanted to create something.
0: How old are you now?
2: I'm 33, Okay. so I started the affiliate when I was 22.
0: Half a lifetime ago, you wanted a gym.
2: Yeah, and then obviously I didn't know what CrossFit was at the time. I went to school for exercise science, and then a police officer introduced me to CrossFit in 2000, I think it was late 2003. Which was like the Dark Ages, especially on the East Coast. Dark Ages, yeah. <laughs> <Love that. laughs> and uh, why do you say
0: police officer? Were you in trouble with the law?
2: No, I was working at a YMCA, and uh, he came up to me and he was like, "Hey, you know, I mean the uh, the other guys at the uh, precinct, were, or, you know, they got into this website called CrossFit. It's like the workouts look really stupid, but they're killing us." And uh, I sort of just, I was, I was in school for exercise science, and I feel like,
0: what were you doing at the YMCA?
2: I was a personal trainer and I was also kind of working the floor, which basically wiped down treadmills. Um, how, that's t- how tall are you? Five six. And how much do you weigh? Five seven. I'm like one, I hover between like 150, 155.
0: And so at the time you were like 139? I don't know, probably. A little smaller. Yeah. I'm trying to, you know, like, like most of the trainers I picture like at the YMCA or the Golds, like walking the floor and being a personal trainer, I'm thinking like five ten two hundred pounds you know what i mean like yeah. 15 20 pounds overweight and yeah. kind of puffy and like okay so you're yeah. you were a more petite mm-hmm. uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh
2: <laughs> what city was this in this is in uh westchester of pennsylvania
0: okay and did you have any um tattoo showing i had no tattoos or any holes or nothing
2: i had my lip pierced okay yeah
0: okay so you were already little, you were a little funky yeah, petite funky trainer.
3: He's always been funky.
0: That's the way, yeah. <laughs> yeah, he's he's moving away from funky. He's looking a little conservative now. It's so not true. Dude, only two of his <laughs> nails are painted. <laughs> yeah, he, I know. It's toning toning it down, down a little bit. Yeah, yeah.
2: I'm trying to okay. keep it professional.
0: Okay, so you're on the floor at the YMCA, and the cop. You're not so weird that a cop doesn't talk to you.
2: No, we were buddies because he was. I was doing like kind of goofy functional fitness stuff. Um, Why
0: fitness? Know. Why were you into fitness?
2: I was so when I was um, in high school, I was I never really played. I played a little ice hockey, really poorly, um, but I was always sort of athletically intimidated by, or athletics in general, and but I knew that, like, obviously I should work out or should do something, and then I started going to the weight room, I think, uh, my sophomore year in high school, and just really, really enjoyed it, like, immediately was like, oh, I like this vibe, I like this scene, and, you know, kind of hung out, rolled with the uh, artsy-fartsy and uh, skater kids and, and punk kids, etc., and just... Immediately was trying to get my friends into the weight room. You know the people who were a little bit, like it was not their scene. And uh, what's it called? Yeah. So it was just like.
0: What's that look like as a sophomore in high school trying to get your friends to do something? Like I know what it's like your sophomore year to try to get your buddy to drink off the gold Schlager at your locker. Yeah. But what's that look like (laughs) trying to get them to come to the gym? your sophomore year in high school.
2: It's not as hard as you think because everyone's insecure and wants like, to, Like, oh you my know, God, Sarah, <laughs> blah,
0: blah, blah, works out at this gym. You have to come see her work out. I mean, that's the technique I would use.
2: It was at the, no, it was like in the, in the gym weight room in the school. Um, it wasn't that hard. You know, so I had a few friends that would come out and I didn't know what the hell I was doing, but I was, I sort of had a knack, I think, for getting the people to come out and, you know, teaching them what the, you know, I was like one day ahead of them in terms of my experience. So I would uh, teach them what little I knew.
0: What ethnicity are you?
2: I was born in Columbia. So
0: What's that there. make you? Colombian?
2: Yeah. Latino? I guess so. Am I Latino? Is that yeah, what that is? I think so, right? Are both your mom and dad? Yeah. Your mom? Is your mom yeah. is your mom pretty hot? Someone look into that. Is What's up? Is your mom pretty hot? Like, is my mom hot? My mom's a lovely woman. All right. <laughs> Confirmed. His mother's yeah. a lovely woman. Yeah. I mean, you're
0: a, you're really good looking and you're from Colombia. Go on. And I just assume that like I just want to hear Columbia. I think Pat Sherwood moved there for Beautiful yes, women, many, many many years
2: ago. I've actually heard him talk also about that. Yeah, confirmed. <laughs> I think he brought that up to me, pretty early on.
0: Then he got addicted to blow and had to bail. Yeah, <laughs> story as yeah. old as okay, time. Okay, so, yeah. so um, there's some sticking points to your story. Uh, you it's not checking out. Yeah, sometimes because <laughs> you're saying you were intimidated by the weight room and you weren't very you weren't uh, very good at sports or something, and yet you played ice hockey and you went to the weight room. That's not. Um,
2: I played ice hockey very poorly. So in New Jersey, I grew up in Jersey, and it's sort of everyone. Plays, plays roller hockey or ice hockey, it's sort of what you do, um, in the town where I was from. And uh, so I played really poorly, and my parents, like, you know, I didn't know how bad I was, but after the fact, my parents were like, you would just skate up and down the ice, like, not touching or, like, never touch the puck, never interact with any other players. <laughs> You're basically just doing laps. Um, but, but yeah, so it was just something that was intuitive to me, that I was like, I really like this, I really enjoy being in the weight room, and I really enjoy bringing people into this environment. Um, And I knew that I wanted to work for myself. I knew that I wanted to create something. um, And I thought I could do it. So I went to school for exercise science, which was, to me, the logical next step. And like I said, I met the police officer while I was working at the YMCA there. Um, And I think I got a better education just like watching all the old school across the videos than I did in four years of an exercise science degree.
0: I hear that all the time. You guys must hear that all the time, too. I mean, from PhDs. Yeah. I, I
2: mean, I just like
0: there's always oh, say the journal's more profound, more relevant, more Mind blown, then.
2: yeah. Like I realized, I don't know what the hell I'm doing. Like I realized, like, you, it's like you find out, you know, you, you realize how much you don't know. You start to know what you don't know. So, and then the affiliate model we spoke to me. So I knew that like, I wanted to have a gym. I knew I wanted to be different. I knew that the, the commercial model I was familiar with was not it, you know. I don't want to like be the manager of a YMCA. I don't want to have some gym where people just kind of come in, scan their card, and do their own thing. So once I kind of was privy to the affiliate model, um, it had that perfect balance. It's like, you know, cross my think for a lot of people is like, they come into it and they're like, oh, why didn't I think of that? Like, of course, that makes perfect fucking sense. Mm-hmm. Um, so I had that experience, so I kind of fell in love the with methodology. The truth is always like that, right? Yeah, The truth always resonates, yeah. resonates and, yep. So I had that experience with the methodology and then the it was important to me that you know, I was able to create my own vision, so the affiliate model being as open as it is, where it's not a franchise, you know, like I'm not you to know, have to wear a collared shirt and price a certain way, etc., cetera, um, really spoke to me. So I knew in college, I was like, all right, what I'm gonna do is I'm gonna finish my degree, I'm gonna move to New York, and I'm gonna start my affiliate. So I did that, so I moved to... Born
0: and raised in Pennsylvania, but knew you would move to New York. Born in Columbia. Right. Just checking, yeah. just checking yeah. your story. Yeah, That's good, that's yeah. good. You got, you exactly, gotta make, cross-checking me. <laughs> yeah. So,
3: uh, yeah, this those police-style questions you gotta yes. ask me okay. three exactly. times. Okay. Born in Nicaragua. You separate me and Adrian. <laughs> 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 that's right.
2: <laughs>
0: okay, born in Columbia. Yeah. Come to Pennsylvania.
2: Come. I, I, we moved to Long Island for a little bit and then moved, I, I grew up in North Jersey. Okay. And then I went to college in Pennsylvania.
0: Aren't you supposed to talk funny? You're um, from North Jersey or doesn't not if you're Colombian
2: you can't hear it he does talk funny. <laughs> Just kidding. Yeah.
0: Out.
3: everything everything coming out of his mouth is
0: funny. yeah <laughs> how old were you when you left Columbia Two. okay yeah so Columbia Long Island raised Jersey. in North Jersey end up in Pennsylvania
2: yeah I did college in Pennsylvania four years there and then I I moved to Brooklyn with a friend of mine
0: because it's a cool place to be yeah I get that
2: being cool is very important
0: I mean that place really is cool though yeah. <laughs> there's not cool and there's cool
2: yeah So I I basically spent, um, I worked at Equinox and I spent about a little under a year just kind of getting myself, you know, paying my bills and getting myself settled into the city. And then I started... Had you
0: done steroids up to this point in your life?
2: Every day. Yeah. Had you? No. Oh. (laughs) What about get steroids, I guess steroids? I don't know, man. They're not working. Yeah, They're, exactly. Right? Yeah. You <laughs> them Yeah, like, exactly. Somebody's ago. been selling you. Do you have some steroids? I don't, I don't, but
0: I feel like we're on a roll like the last three or well, four. Well, you've
3: got your. Uh, what's the. Uh... <laughs> oh, yeah. Jesse Ward. You know Jesse Ward? Yeah. You should get him on the podcast. He's an interesting guy. Anyway. He's the guy with the huge giant. Yeah, beard. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. He started this uh, fun club. Called the Rom Club, Ripped Old Men Club, uh-huh. and uh, we have decided. He's not old, is he? No, but we haven't decided on the age yet. It's like sixty or sixty-five. Yeah, we we're saying sixty-five-ish. Yeah, was the- and it's like you gotta—you're you, in, and then if you're in, you're in. And when we hit that age, it's just juice to the gills. Yeah, you know. Like, wow. What do you <laughs> got to lose? What do you got to lose? Yeah, you gonna regret it when you're seventy? Yeah, no, you're not.
0: I was actually <laughs> thinking <laughs> about getting my first tattoo when I was like sixty-five. Or <laughs> See, exactly. Yeah. yeah.
3: Well, you're gonna regret it. <laughs> yeah. A couple years down the road, now you'll be fine.
0: So you moved to Brooklyn with a buddy. Yeah. you still friends with him? Yes. And you're working at Equinox. Where does he work?
2: He is a medical student. Okay.
0: Yeah. So he gets a real job. His parents are proud.
2: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
0: he gets a real career going.
2: Yeah, he gets buried in debt. Okay. Um, good point. Yeah.
0: And giving false information.
2: No, he's a good guy. He knows? He knows what he's doing. <gasps> okay. Yeah. yeah.
0: We'll see. We'll get to him in a second.
2: And then um, we, yeah, so I had started, you know, at the point, like, can this is 2007, so... Still, no one knows what the hell CrossFit is, especially on the East Coast. I was working at an Equinox, and we had, I think, like— Kind
0: of like rap. No one on the East Coast still knows what it is. But go on. other <laughs> subject. <Ooh. laughs>
2: get back to that. Um, yeah, I was working at an Equinox, and I think we had, like, 65 trainers, and none of them had ever heard of CrossFit, and these are, you know, people who are in the industry. Um, but I knew, you know, I was like—I didn't have any money to start, you know, like, get a lease or whatever, and I was very—I've always been like, I want no— investors, no partners, no loans, no debt. Like, I'm just gonna bootstrap this thing. So I found a park a couple blocks from my house, I made some sandbags, I bought a couple jump ropes, I had a pair of rings, and um, I just, you know, got my, actually back then, so I got my affiliation before I got my level one, um, which you could do back then because it was so, yeah. Because they didn't, they weren't coming out. I had signed up for a level one in Pittsburgh, and I was trying to get the thing going as, as quickly as I could.
0: Oh my goodness. Yeah. And did you go to that level one in yeah. Pittsburgh? I was there at were that. Were you there? Yes. Is that one where um, uh, e- uh, EC was there? Everyone was there. And, yeah. Everyone and, was and there. And there was a competition between um, Gilson and Allison NYC yes, against yes, the wall yes, for yes, holding yes, a handstand. Yes, yes, yes. And Allison beat John
2: Gilson. Yeah, you were there. Sorry, John. Wow. Yeah. I yeah.
1: Think there's a video of that, right? There is a video. There of that. is. Yeah. yeah. I wonder that.
0: who made that. <laughs> no idea. Yeah, here. I was
2: there. That's where I got my level one.
0: I interviewed uh, founder and CEO or Greg Glassman at the time. Never heard of him. Yeah. At That's that so out, outside, it was freezing cold.
2: Yeah. Well, that was when they like you had, there was probably 30 or 40 people on seminar staff. It was just a swarm of yeah, shirts. Yeah, every
0: seminar. Yeah, yeah. It was like that. There were like 30 or 40 people there and
1: it was, yeah. Really just like all hands on deck.
0: Yeah. Wow.
2: It, was it was like a loose conglomeration. Huh. Yeah. I think if you had your level one, you could just show up and they put you to work.
3: <laughs> Honorary member.
2: <laughs> okay, so, okay, okay. So, yeah, so I did that. So I was in the park.
3: That's amazing that our
0: paths cross back then. Yeah. Were you there at that one, A.J.? I don't think no. so.
2: I don't think I was at that one, no. Um, but, um, yeah, so I found a park that was just a few blocks away from my house and, um, you know, put up the website and saw what happened. Probably spent the first couple of weeks to a month just sitting alone in a park. Um, and then eventually one guy came out and then two... And then I remember having a, I remember having a group of like four or five people and being like, "This thing's getting out of control. Like, <laughs> I am so successful right now." <laughs> <laughs> and, and
0: are they paying you or just all free? The yeah, tw-
2: twenty bucks. I didn't. Yeah, twenty buck drop in, um, which I didn't. I think we spent five or six years. It was like that. I had an honor system membership for like the first like four or five years where we just, I had a pencil pouch that I would put out and it just said, please leave $20.
0: Are you working at Equinox at the same time?
2: I was, so I was working at Equinox. I started CrossFit uh, South Brooklyn and I was in the park I think a, a handful of days per week and then no one's showing up. So then I flipped it just to be once a week, I think on a Saturday or Sunday. And then, um, you know, so I got a small following and um, it got cold out. So that was September that I started the affiliate. I started classes in, in mid-September, September 15th or 17th, or something like that. And then, um, by December, it was pretty cold out, and I was able to find space. There was a place called the Brooklyn Lyceum, which was like a performance art center where you could rent space by the hour. And it was like twenty five bucks an hour. It was amazing. It was a huge five thousand square foot um, facility, and the time is that concrete
0: I, floor. Or what What was the floor like?
2: The it was like this wood floor on the bottom. Oh, they loved you. And then yeah, they had to replace it a few times, and there was a second floor. So the <laughs> owner was a little bit of a I think he was a little bit of a hoarder. And they had the second floor, which was like beautiful. The owner was a little bit of a whore? Hoarder. 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 <laughs> I See, can't, I can't speak on right the, there. yeah. No, no, I just hear what I want to hear. Yeah. I just, <laughs> I, I, if like you were going to say show. whore, yeah. I was going
0: to just say, like, how do you know? Yeah. But a hoarder, I probably wouldn't have So there was all how this how
2: stuff know. on the second floor, and I was like, hey, if we clear this out, you know, can I take this second floor? And uh, and we did it just out. And that was a beautiful space, big like arch windows, big brick. But that space was, there was no heat. There was no AC. There was two pretty pretty Crappy bathrooms, parts of the ceiling, they had all this like uh, steel on the, on the ceiling. Sounds like Matt's house. And they would like arbitrarily fall, like at random times, like big pieces of metal would just fall on the ground. And whenever it rained, we'd have massive flooding.
0: Did you have insurance?
2: I mean, I had like uh, liability insurance. Yeah. Yeah, you had to.
1: Oh, well, so okay. I'm just
0: seeing how, yeah,
1: you had liability insurance. You were renting by the hour.
2: I had like I had professional liability insurance for myself to cover myself oh, in the business. But like not even the...
1: even when you were in the park.
0: Yeah. Have you did. ever been sued? No. Oh, that's amazing. No. Uh, God, You should try it. Maybe we yeah. should cut that part out. Yeah. How many <laughs> How many clients have you had throughout all the years? You God, know? I have no idea.
2: Thousands, tens of thousands, I think. Yeah, that that's you're a lot, awesome. A lot of people. Wow. Okay.
0: Um, you've probably had more coaches than some people have had clients. By I, coaches, I mean people who work for you.
2: I've had really. I think I've had maybe four in 10 years four coaches who have come and gone oh wow everyone sticks around yeah we have extremely low turnover
0: and two of them were pregnant and two of them died so it's like not even your fault yeah (laughs) they cancel out
2: yeah no we've had i've had really high retention i've had you know most of my coaches have been on staff for four or five six years for a while now that's amazing okay so
0: so so you're doing the 25 five dollar an hour rent in the ballerina studio that's falling apart 20 bucks 20 bucks an
2: hour yeah uh and there i was able to kind of you know i Slowly get some more equipment, you know. Once you get enough, you had a barbell, you get a new barbell, little kettlebell, whatever. And that place was, it, you Are know. Are you
0: able to leave your stuff there? Do you have to pack it home with you every night?
2: No, you could leave it there, but there were certain days, like the owner would double book us. So what would happen was we would have, we'd come up for class, and then, you know, 25, five year olds would show up at the same time and be like, what's going on? And they'd be like, oh, we rented the space for a birthday party. Or we had an orchestra a lot. So we would often have to cohabitate with an orchestra wow. on the same floor. And they were like, "You guys can't make any noise." So we get pitch quiet. We would like whispering at the whiteboard, constantly there. Yeah, exactly. Um, it was a trip, but it was like you know, in the winter, it was freezing in there. Did people... you know this spot, Adrian? That he's yeah, about that's it? where okay. we met. Okay. Okay. Yeah. yeah, So it was... you know
0: one in this in the rental spot? Yeah, yeah, that's right. Of that's
2: right. Yeah, yeah. hardcore. Okay. Yeah, it's a Blink Fitness now, actually. Um, he, oh, I love that place, Blink Fitness. Yeah, is there never a li- heard. No, I've never never heard of it. It. I don't know. I don't know where You guys have Equinox out here. Uh, Southern California has a so few, Cal- I think, it's yeah. like the It's like the budget Equinox. I think Equinox owns them, or I think Related owns Equinox. Mm. But anyway, um, so I was there for a while, and, like, it was pretty brutal conditions. Like, you know, the kind of thing where it's, like, the hottest day, it's 10 degrees hotter inside. The coldest day, it's 10 degrees colder inside there. People would wear full winter jackets, gloves, hats, you know, during the warm-ups. <laughs> Seeing
0: your breath the whole Yeah. Thing.
2: Oh, oh, yeah. Um, but people stuck with us, and, and, you know, I think that was a testament to... The classes were fun. They were effective. People had a really good time. Who are, your,
0: who are your clients then? Were they first responders? Were they mill guys? No, were they, they were
2: just people want to be fit for ha- the most part. Have yeah.
0: you noticed your clientele change in the 10 years in terms of the demographic? Not like really. Sociographic?
2: No, it's um where I live. I, I have the gym in Naira called Park Slope, Gowanus area, so it's very like familial. So it's a lot of families, working professionals, things like that. Yeah, primarily families. And uh, so
0: from there, where do you go?
2: So I... We were able to build a nice little following there and got a couple coaches over time, um, got some equipment. And then I needed to have my own space because I was sick of, you know, as as kind of punk rock as it was, it was like sick of like not having control of the space. I wanted to invest to have a nicer bathroom. Like the bathroom was this like ply door, plywood door that you would hold closed, (laughs) like touching your knees. Yeah, there was all this stuff. From the inside or the outside, you had to have someone. From the inside, you'd have to hold it closed. Um, And again, there's like. Did
0: you still have your piercing at this point?
2: No. No.
0: You'd pulled that out.
2: i pulled it out, yeah. Why? Um I pulled it out in college. I don't know. got over it. I would constantly play with it. And mm-hmm. you'd have a conversation and you could see people staring at you doing it the whole time. So Stop, that was right. yeah. Still going. Okay. So yeah, so I had
0: I had my ear pierced for two weeks.
2: Yeah. Two weeks.
1: Which which one? Right or left? <laughs> I don't remember. Is that oh. <laughs> 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 just asking, that's all. That was this
0: good. This is man. my no, fucking really show. Yeah. Really good. <laughs> Don't ever do that to me on my show again. No, I got a DM somebody was asking. Uh, me. <laughs> amazing. <laughs> uh, so the the piercing's out. You've moved from the park.
2: Piercing's a very pivotal part of the story. You've moved from
0: the park <laughs> to indoors. So now you're in your your, your uh, second location and you're done with your second location and you're ready to upgrade so you go so to... So we left
2: the Lyceum. I had been looking for space for a while to have our own space. And um, I there was a piece of there was a, um, a building that was actually, they hadn't even poured the floor yet. And I was actually looking at a different space and I happened to notice that, so it wasn't on the market, but I could see the frame of what it would be. And- Still in Brooklyn? Like two blocks away, okay. really close. So I jumped on that space, I contacted the owner, um, and they were happy to have someone who was interested before it was even on the market, signed the paperwork, and then- Scary? Terrifying, yeah. a yeah, bit Because-
0: You owe someone money every month now.
2: Yeah, and I, I think this is the only time I actually like, looked for financial advice outside of like, you know, asking like, my dad like, what he thinks, et cetera. And I went to a bank, and they're like, yeah, this is not going to work. I was like, well, we're going to do it anyway. And, um, and it worked out. And um, I got in there. What, and did,
0: what did they say wasn't going to work? That you weren't going to be able to generate enough clientele to I think the based, on, Yeah,
2: based on like, what I'm coming in, like, there was like a, a Chase You and your
0: six clients weren't going to be able to pull off? Yeah, this,
2: we this probably product. had like <laughs> 50 to 80 at that point. Wow. Yeah, we had a nice little following. Um, Did you have any coaches at that point? Mm-hmm. I had about three, three or four coaches, I think. Maybe more. Something like that. Okay. I, yeah, but I had... I had All
0: former students? Um, yeah. So someone comes on, they move well, you start talking to them, you cultivate them, mm-hmm. somehow you send them to an L1 or they go to an L1, they come back and they're like, hey, I want to do this.
2: Yeah, I mean, I had like, we've, with the exception of one person, I've, uh, two people, excuse me, I've always hired internally. Um, because and I mean, this has been written about for, I think, in, in various places that like, you can, you, know, you can't teach someone to not be an asshole, um, but you can teach someone how to be a coach. And, uh, we had some people, some people had experience, some people didn't, but it was just the right fit. And I think that's, you know, uh, to, to my credit, I think that I'm good at picking people who are, who are good people, like, you know, really solid people who, who will stick around and, um, yeah, they helped out a lot. Or
0: they're good at picking you. Maybe. Oh, it was funny. I had that on there. How do you teach the love? You don't teach the love.
2: Um, they we, culti- we cultivate it. You cultivate. We cultivate it. Yeah. Um, you
0: give them the confidence to express the love.
2: Yeah. We, it's all there already. I mean, I think that, like, you know, I've said this before. Where if you had gone to the park, the vibe of the class in the park would be. It would be a, a quintessentially CrossFit South Brooklyn class. Like, it would be like recognizably to something that we do today. The vibe is still there, and I think that's that's carried throughout throughout the years. That's fun, and there's love in it, and it's, it's a good time.
0: So between the park and what I'm calling the ballet studio, was that one year?
2: I was at the Lyceum for about a year and a half, Okay, I think under two years. And then I moved into DeGraw Street.
0: And that's your first real yeah, space. Yeah, You've yeah. been an affiliate owner for two years. Are you still working at Equinox
2: at this point? No, by that point, halfway, I think somewhere halfway into the... Um, were you poaching my clients? T- my t- no. I was taking equipment though. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we equipment, though. I don't know what equipment. the statute of limitations is on that, but uh, yeah. Okay. yeah, we got a bit of equipment from you. We <laughs> went for the hardware, not the
3: software. Yeah. That's great. <laughs> uh.
2: um, but yeah, so we were in our space. We were there. so We, we were there for quite a while and, and grew it out and grew out of it. and. Um, we, I was looking for for additional space. So we have we have our, five nine seven. We call it, and then we have that's about five thousand square feet, and then upstairs in our building we have another twelve hundred square foot. We call it the annex. It's like studio space that we do. And this
0: is that place that, this is the third place. Yeah. This is oh, third are place. you still there? Yeah. yeah oh shit. Yeah. Okay. Good. Okay. So I have We're those home.
2: two spaces, and then um, after searching for a couple of years, because there's a lot of things we want to do, but we don't have the space for it. Um, and again, we have the really good problem of just being really busy, like we're, we're super, super busy and the, the, there's another 5,000 square foot space across the street became available. So I jumped on it and we got that and built it out. What are the
0: rules there about the old affiliate agreement? It's across the street.
2: Yeah, I was really, so it's, Mm -hmm.
0: I think. It seems like you're really playing with the the (laughs) rules here. If you with, if you dug a tunnel underground, yeah. would it be the Can same I, place? I yeah. definitely. Because um,
1: <laughs> there's, there's a rope running across the street and we have to touch it. Yeah, I
2: definitely <laughs> did you had to you get an uh,
1: exemption from.
2: You from did. This you did. I definitely had to uh, send a few emails to some other affiliate owners to be like, "Can I do this?" Um, but no. So I think what it is, I think it's like I don't know. It's like it in a block legit or like across you, the street. Especially it's literally across the street in an urban environment. Yeah, it's, it's like, literally come on, across the street. Right, yeah. Right. Um, so that was great and we were able to greatly expand our programs all and our one offerings. name CrossFit yeah yeah it's all yeah. It's we just counted as one gym it's just one I've been facility. to your gym when? yeah for the opener now. oh for right. the open that's right mm-hmm. yeah i
1: didn't even know
0: that
2: yeah 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 that's right
1: that was there was the after party was in the other space
0: right? that was in
2: a place called Littlefield, which was yeah so i didn't have the second space at that point oh okay because that's about two years old now we had no,
0: you did have the second space no well, we did something across the street that was a the different that was a
2: different building called Littlefield. that was a oh, different business okay it's pretty close though it's like yeah it's like on the other side
0: i didn't go to that
2: You're too cool for it you i didn't mean,
0: go to that i was exhausted
2: yeah, yeah. it was fun so I just Sam was for, not really an after party guy. I go, to, I go really. for the movements. I, gave, I, I remember I, I grabbed you and I said, Oh, I'm a really big fan of your work.
0: Oh, was I kind?
2: Oh, you just dismissed me. You oh. pushed me off. That is not <laughs> true.
0: <laughs> I cherish every time yeah. someone says that to me yeah. and try to get a selfie no, and I'd, send I'd, it to Dave. I know <laughs> time for the little
2: people. Yeah. <laughs> no, you were gracious. Okay, good. Yeah. Um, so was, yeah there, so was
0: there a skate ramp inside of your gym?
2: A skate ramp? No.
0: I'm trying to remember your gym. Did you ever our, have a quarter pipe in there or no, something? No, no.
2: But our block, we have this really cool block. So um, literally on our block, we've got ourselves, which has you know, the two facilities. There's a skate park. There's a fencing studio. There's an 18,000 square foot rock climbing gym. There's an axe throwing facility. Oh wow. wow. Adrian would do all that and shit. And a music be, school. He oh.
0: could be a fencing mofo. And on the corner
2: of dance <laughs> stuff fast enough. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah.
0: but you would just like the suit and you would just love dressing around like a fencer. Uh, the tights. You would yeah, like I don't the know tights. About that. Oh please. You would love that.
3: We should do it sometime. Can't
0: you see Adrian fencing? Five hundred percent.
2: Do they, do they wear
0: ballerina thanks. shoes? Toe pointers I and? don't
2: know what they got the little white suits. I don't know. I can't speak a face you now. The face mask. The
3: face and the crotch thing, right? Yeah. You
2: mm. gotta protect the goods.
3: Yeah. How else are you going to pay the bills? In the, the videos that
0: w- um, CrossFit HQ has done a, a pretty big series mm-hmm. um, coming out of uh, yeah. CrossFit South Brooklyn. Um,
2: yeah, Michael Dalton did a great job on those. He's amazing. He did, he you d- you
0: amazing. did a great job on those too. Look how buff you look. I did do a great job on
2: them. You
0: look all small and <laughs> petite and black it's, and then he yeah. put you in a white shirt and you're all... Well, look
3: I,
2: at you. Look your
3: neck know, in that photo. I might peg like you at 165 there. Yeah. Yeah? Massive. <laughs> um
0: the place looks packed yeah like you got a bunch of old people you got a bunch of kids yeah
2: we got right now we have you got a
0: bunch of women you got a bunch of men you got a bunch of like you're like yeah our membership
2: right now is like 850-ish
0: so the videos the videos is 800
2: 850 Jesus yeah. um yeah I like just checked a couple days ago your what place I mean? doesn't
0: seem big enough for 800 people no it doesn't
2: I've so it's eleven thousand. Five hundred something for that fee. I don't know how much it is, but it's uh, a little over eleven thousand. But I mean, we have different programs all throughout the day. Like we're open, you know, six to one, and then four thirty to nine thirty. So it's spread out. We got a lot of classes. I like
0: to work out whenever I want. Mm-hmm. I want to have, but I don't mind waiting for the class to start. So if it's on the hour, and I want to be able to work out seven days a week, mm-hmm. do you have something for me? Mm-hmm. You do.
2: Yeah, we have an unlimited membership. And how much is that? Two sixty-five.
0: And then i can come morning i can come on sunday
2: yeah i can we're come at. dude they're open christmas you are we, i have we day. haven't closed probably in like four or five years how do you find
1: someone oh, to work on christmas that's amazing people want
0: to do it i love your gym already no, celebrate. Like we had, if you don't celebrate. Yeah. We had yeah. makes <laughs>
1: sense makes sense <laughs> yeah
0: the, i mean i mean if you just just this morning matt and haynes and i were talking and i'm sure Daigle's going to say the same thing people are going to start talking where are we going to work out over christmas what time are we coming on christmas day who's working on christmas eve you know it'll be like
2: no i've been fortunate that like people you know we have coaches who are around and they want to work um we pay time and a half too on holidays so it's not a little bad little perk but um but yeah like we had thanksgiving this year we had 91 people come through the gym on thanksgiving so people come through
0: oh will you be there on christmas no do you have kids no how close do you live to the gym
2: uh five minute bike ride
0: and how many times have you moved in the last 10 years, not your gym, but you personally? Three. Oh, so same amount as the gym.
2: Yeah, and I've moved in the same neighborhood, so I basically, I was really fortunate to, I live in a neighborhood called Carroll Gardens, and- um,
0: Is that a cool place for people like from New York being like,
2: yeah, that's
4: the shit.
2: It's, um, it's not, I wouldn't say it's cool, it's a little she It's a little, it's, it's like- It's a cool place. It's a, it
1: sounds like Oakland. It's cool.
2: Is it cool? It's cool. It's cool. Man. It's yeah. nice. It's a nice neighborhood. Like you like it's a going cool there. Like there's a cool bookstore oh, and a coffee shop a and yeah. a place for yeah. like a
0: bench to sit on and check it's out. It's not like I like call like
2: Williamsburg and Bushwick are cool. This is more like you go out of those areas. It's like more familial. Okay. But there's a ton of great restaurants. It's like really pretty, really safe, and a million things to do. All right. Yeah. But so I've, I've you know, I started the gym in the park, which was just a couple blocks from where I was living at the point, and then when I got to Lyceum and etc that was also sort of within the within spitting distance that so i had no reason to leave because i like walking to work i like i'm very appreciative of my commute
0: why did you move three times personally
2: i was living with my roommate mike and then i moved in with a girlfriend and then we broke up and then i got kicked out of that apartment because my landlord i was on i was month to month and my landlord called us one day and said he's selling the building we have a month to get out Mm, it's always fun yeah so um, why
0: did you break up with your girlfriend
2: she moved to mexico oh she went to Mexico with Pat Sherwood Colombia. <laughs> <No, laughs> yeah, she lovely. went. Oh, she it's went all
0: Latin America to me. It's all south of the border. She
2: went to Mexico um on a vacation with her. She went back to Mexico. We had gone to Tulum together. It's a long story I'm not going to get into, but we went to Tulum together. We have
0: tons of time. Yeah. People are
1: like stuck in traffic right now. If there's
2: sex and violence, <laughs> they will judge. Just... <laughs> so,
1: finally getting somewhere. Right? Did she cross it?
2: No. I met her because she was So, I met her when I was in the Lyceum. I was Contacted by Lululemon. Um, totally, actually see it. I see it. The, um, see it. <laughs> the um, actually now who the the Adrian would never be me. A
0: Lululemon guy, by the way. No, no, no.
2: no. We, he would. We, we never we were scheming though.
0: I don't think he would.
2: No, definitely not.
0: Unless they came out with like the Metallica line or something, yeah. you know. That's
1: still a little too mainstream for him. Yeah. <laughs> So sorry,
0: go Yeah, on. no,
2: so and actually, but actually, one of the don't um, let this
0: fuck
1: up your friendship either.
0: I'm, I'm used <laughs> to <I'm laughs> <possibly laughs> ignoring him. Okay, okay, it's there's possible. nothing wrong with Lululemon. Yeah,
2: yeah, no, well, actually, but the someone who the manager at the store at the time actually works for me, works at the gym full time, and she's phenomenal, a phenomenal, phenomenal coaching person, um, Whitney. But anyway, so they had contacted me, and I'm like, you know, 23, 24, I don't know how old I was. And they're Dude, like hey, you're older than that. Maybe That's fine. We'll fact check it. Yeah, we'll put some notes in the yeah, some liner notes. But, um, yeah, so they kind of me, they're like, Do you want to, you know, would you be okay training us? Because Lululemon, they get like, you know, some budget to do some fitness classes yeah. in the air and stuff. So I was like, Do I want like five or six girls from, from Lululemon to come and have me train them? I was like, Absolutely. And I think they wanted a foundations, and, um, which is like, you know, at the time it was like 12 classes or foundations, but I think I trained them for like three months. And I was like, Just keep coming back, I'm not going to charge you. And I ended up dating one of them. Scandalous. And that was who I lived with and then so she moved to Mexico. Oh, 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 but oh, 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 you okay, said okay. she didn't
0: cross it. She did cross
2: it. She did well, that's how I met her, but she was not into it. She didn't like
1: it's uncomfortable. Isn't one of the first rules and don't date your clients?
2: Well she wasn't a client. she stopped. <laughs> ah found <laughs> yeah. loophole. Is that a really a,
0: is that really a rule though? No. Oh, okay.
2: No, I, it, some I don't that's
0: video. a rule for me, but I don't Full disclosure, I think I, the, I think I might have some Lululemon shorts in my bag today. I changed oh, out of my Lou Lemons for this, um, I want it to look cool. Oh yeah, these are Lou Lemons. These are the only pair of Lou Lemon shorts I have, but they're, they're cool. actually, they're, they're pretty nice. It's so hit and miss with them. But it has the, the liner inside, I like yeah. that, but really I love my Nano 2s. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Cut the commercial. Do you oh see, boy. <laughs> <laughs> <geez>. And, <laughs> and glide floss. Yeah. Do you Brought see, to you by. Do you
0: see this, David? This will be a, let me, let me move my. Jansport backpack on the ground here. Are you gonna start talking about
2: the features of the Nano too? <laughs> no, not exactly. <laughs> well, yes, I am. Do you see this right here? I'm gonna go to the bathroom like, right back. <laughs> do you have to go to the bathroom? No, right? no.
0: Okay, no. Um, do you see this right here? Yeah. Do you know what that is? A hole? Do you know how, what, how that got there? I
2: don't know. How I know how that got there. How did that get there? Oh wait, motorcycle? Look at that. Nice.
0: And um, it, it's kind of amazing, because this is just sits on the fucking exhaust pipe sometimes yeah. when I'm just being a jackass. And uh, and it, it it just can't get through the back of that Nano Two.
3: You should tell people that's from rope climbs. You're just so fast. Yeah. I was hoping sit, you know? I was They're hoping like you would say. You know, it's my it's my super awesome. Is rope that an original Nano picking.
2: Two or is that the re-release?
0: I honestly don't know. Yeah. I do have um an obscene amount of Nano Twos. Yeah. Not like five. Not like ten. Like like um, a room. A room. Yes, yeah, <laughs> full of Nano Twos. Yeah. Yeah. Your
2: kid sleeps in your bedroom because. You
0: <laughs> Um, so your girlfriend goes to Mexico. Do you guys speak Spanish to each other? Did you speak Spanish no, to each other? No,
2: she's very white.
0: Oh. Um, and so she, she runs away to Mexico.
2: She runs away to Mexico. And, and
0: you just decide you're not going to keep a long distance relationship.
2: Yeah. Uh, she kind of called me from Mexico. She's like, hey, I'm moving to Mexico. We're going to make this work. And I was like, we'll see. Um, and obviously it didn't work. But we're still close. Um, I'm still close with her.
0: Why does someone go to Mexico?
2: I think she wasn't, I mean, the city's tough. The city's tough for a lot of people. Mexico's um, tough, isn't it? Mexico's really tough. Yeah, tougher than New York, I think. But um, I think she just, she had an opportunity to work there at a kind of a eco <coughs> lodge and wanted to do that, wanted to travel, jumped on it. And I think it was, I think it was the right decision for her at the time, for sure.
0: Are you single now? No. No. Are you married? No. Um, do you think you'll ever get married?
2: Probably hard-hitting questions. Yeah,
0: this probably. I, I never thought I would get married.
2: Yeah, it's like, yeah, I mean, it's not something that I'm like, definitely, but um, if it happens, it happens. Yeah. I don't know if I'll have kids.
0: I, I didn't know any but, of that. I yeah. thought for sure I wouldn't do any of that shit, but it happens.
2: I teach kids. I work with the kids constantly. I love kids. It's like my favorite thing to do at the gym is work with kids.
0: What's the youngest a kid can three. be? Three? Yeah. That's fantastic. Yeah.
2: It's my favorite age group is the three to five.
0: And what do you do with them? What's, what do you do with a three-year-old?
2: What do we do with them? Yeah. Max like. effort snatches, cleans. You What's the class <laughs> yeah. like?
0: Is it just like herding cats? Like you're just keeping them moving? How long is the class? 30 an hour. It's an, an
2: hour? hour. it's an hour? It's an hour. All our classes are an hour. Yeah. And we have no problem keeping them entertained and active for that hour. Like none whatsoever. So. A little bit like so the You the put the
0: podcast on and just <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> go back to the back yeah. of the room and them off <laughs> the We corner. hand out iPads. <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> no, um the the classes are sort of microcosms of this is our preteen class. Are you pull out my Instagram. There's Adele. She's a superstar. Um so the the I'm class sure is, the parents
0: love you giving out their names in public <laughs> like that. It's cool.
2: The um the classes are all sort of kind of versions of each other. So like the actual our preschool class in some ways is similar to our adult classes where we start with a question of the day where we kind of encourage that socialization. They have to say their name, spell it, and then it'll be like, what's your favorite animal or whatever? Um, and then for the preschool class, we do what we call movement courses. Did
0: you come up with that yourself or did you take some kids' classes?
2: No, that was me. Okay. Because we've been doing that since the park. Okay. And then, um, so we usually do like a movement course. So for example, it'll be like, all right, we're gonna go, do a little support on the bar, three forward rolls, agility ladder, bear crawl. And they'll go through that you know, for about 10 minutes, and then we'll switch it up to be something else with like box jumps and lateral bear crawls or, or whatever the case might be. So we'll do the two to three movement courses um, where the intention is just to get them rolling, running backwards, crawling, all sorts of different movements, hanging. Um, and it's like they think of them like obstacle courses, so they have a blast with them. And then we'll play some sort of game at the end. Do
0: all the kids open up by the end, or is there always some kid who's shy and like insecure about his like? Uh, I'm describing me insecure mm-hmm. about his um, physicality. Like he just feels like a cunt amongst the rest of the kids, and so he he, <laughs> he never lets loose. I'm sure the exact verbiage is going. Yeah, on I mean, I never thought that I was <laughs> yeah. a cunt, but like I would never let loose because I just I just everyone seemed so much. I was too busy watching how good everyone else was I to let loose. Self conscious. No, I think that. Um, God, that makes it sound better than it is. <laughs> with the really young, self-debilitating. <laughs> with
2: the with the much younger kids, um, let you going deep here?
0: You know, someone in the gym yesterday. I'm forty five fucking years old, and I work out every fucking day. You know where I'm going with this? No. <laughs> and yesterday <laughs> the workout was back squats and rope climbs, mm-hmm. and it was body weight back squats. And I did, I, I started with 135 pounds in the warm up and I'm like, that's gonna, f-, the first rep set was 21. Yeah. yeah, And I'm like, that's gonna fucking kill me, mm-hmm. you know? I've been sitting in a fucking desk all day.
4: Mm-hmm.
0: This fucking girl who works here, this young lady who works here who's 25 years old, tells me to quit being, so I lower the weight to 115, <laughs> she tells me to quit being a bitch, she's doing 140. <laughs> Did, did you beat her in the workout? So did I did beat up, her in the workout, so what did but you she, she. I, no, I ended up doing. I looked at John Haynes, the guy you know, Jonathan Haynes, is? he works here, mm-hmm. and he's like, like, don't go up, <laughs> don't fall under pressure, like you know, like he was broing me, yeah. like, dude, don't, you're yeah. good, you're good.
2: So I think that like with so the, sorry going back to kids yeah. feeling like so I felt I felt like
0: a little bit like I was having some flashbacks of my youth, but I was cool. I was cool. I was happy. I did the workout, yeah. and you know, I was sore. Last night when I went to bed. So,
2: <laughs> With the younger kids, I mean, you'll get, with the preschool age, you'll get kids who are just apprehensive because it's different. Because, like, they don't know. Now, I don't think because they're like, oh, everyone else is good. It's not that. It's just that, like, this is a new environment and, who the hell is this guy with tattoos and do, nails
0: Oh right <laughs> do on. do they do they make fun of each other like this no. like this female employee here no, call no, me a no, bitch for no. using 115 It's very
2: no? no I think that like I, we have a lot of kids so more so I think more to speak to that point in the in the preteen and the older classes you'll get kids I have so many kids who our parents have been like the parents have been like they quit soccer they quit baseball they quit this, they quit that and this is the thing they love cuz it's very like like I said I think I came from that that background of being intimidated by sports um, and Even though
0: re- you played hockey and lifted weights in the high school gym your sophomore year, which I you didn't play. But, yet. but I wouldn't yeah, have played poorly. I I, I would never have gone <laughs> down the side. Yeah. in high school. I would have never gone to the gym yeah. at the high school. i would have been terrified. Those dudes, like there were always stories of like dudes resting their balls on other dudes' foreheads <laughs> while they're <were> bench <laughs> pressing three hundred pounds and shit, and I I was terrified. But those are
3: all the guys that already know each other. You know what I mean? Like if you go into the like, gym, they're not going to do it to you. Cause well, yeah, no, I, I, yeah. I, I feel like I can speak. But it's still happening. Yeah, going in as like a weirdo kind of solo you're you're kind of apart from that you know what i mean like because i i feel like i did, had a similar thing going into the gym by myself when i was younger and it was like there was the jock crowd or whatever but they they were all doing their own thing they they like they had their bros to pick on you yeah. know i'm so, yeah uh,
1: i want to say if, if you weren't on its sports team you weren't allowed in the gym at my high school yeah it like just wasn't allowed i didn't even i wouldn't know i was terrified yeah mm-hmm. So, so, but you don't have
0: any, the only thing that people are terrified there is if you're painted, you're a grown ass man with painted nails and a skeleton on your ankle. Yeah. Another, so you kind of set the bar for you to be afraid and then that way they kind of camaraderie against you. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. I'm the
2: common enemy. No, it's, um, I think I have, I have a, a knack for working with kids, especially young kids and making them feel, you know, safe and, and have a good time and, and I'm pretty goofy. So. I get along with the kids really well. You hear that, ladies. He's a natural
0: with the kids.
1: What's a what's uh you said each class kind of mimics each other. Do you ask the same question to the kids that you do the adults?
2: No, not the same. I mean the kids' questions will be more kind of kid based, but um Like give me an example. For the kids' questions, sure. What's your favorite bug? Okay. And then you can't you always have to put the caveat that someone else has not said. Because if you say if you ask a bunch of three year olds what your favorite bug is, ladybug, 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 great.
0: And what? Do you, so you ask the
1: adults what's your favorite car yeah <laughs> Um what's your favorite
2: no we'll have different questions we'll have a little more you know we've been doing that for 10 years there's a lot of questions we've asked yeah
1: we've been them. doing Hollis does that in our gym and his questions are getting pretty tired
2: yeah it, oh. it up a little bit pretty tired it's
1: my
3: injection in new questions yeah I'm just trying to I'm trying to inspire
0: give me an example
1: like what's he say what's Hollis say it's I mean he usually pulls it out during like around holidays I don't go to his class anymore so I don't hear this much but it's like uh before Thanksgiving, what's your favorite, you know, side dish? That was one. Like t- a TV show was in there. So it's never like do you hit your wife? It's bad. <laughs> yeah, it's something like <laughs> inflammatory
0: here. You got
3: to do some East Coast West Coast yeah. trading, you know.
0: Yeah. By the way, he loves his affiliate. Sometimes he, when he doesn't work out here, his excuse always is, "Is that I'm an affiliate man? I'm an affiliate man." Oh, you're talking about me? I am talking about you. Yeah, oh. I belong to you, a CrossFit affiliate. <laughs> Kids class, is there any class that you wish that you're thinking of contemplating shutting down because it's not successful?
2: No, no. Everything is going really well.
0: Do you have an old person class? Yeah. Tell me about um, Constance. A few years ago, you had a client that um, Yeah. basically, the video went viral. Mm-hmm. It was everywhere. New yeah. organizations picked it up everywhere. Yeah, CrossFit yeah, yeah. HQ latched onto it, and you, yeah. have a, you had a
2: woman who- um, CT. Her,
0: her husband had passed away.
2: So she started training with me. Um, her, her son, Chris, is a CrossFitter out here in California, and she had, had been having a bunch of chronic issues and, and you know was having a rough time of it, so he was you need to start CrossFit, and he's like, I'll pay for personal training. She came and I took her on, and um, we, she's my adopted mother now, my second mother.
0: So she's still there at the gym?
2: She's she's had some health issues recently. She had to have some surgery. She's got some stuff going on with her that um, unrelated to training that uh, has kept her out of the gym. But you know, I still see, I, we still talk several times a week. Um, you know, I've been I visited her at the hospital, took her to and from, and um, part of it too is like you know. Damn,
0: you were a benevolent fucking dude. No wonder you have eight hundred fifty members. How do you have time for that? You make time. Right.
2: You make time for what's important. But it's, you know, it's the kind of thing where it's like...
0: That's why you don't have any kids. Yeah. <laughs> You're making time for important
2: shit. It's all out of order. Teaching kids is the best birth control that you can... <laughs> 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 it's, the, it's the most effective form of birth control. Um, no, but, like, I think that what's important is her... You know, so her, her son lives in California. Her daughter lives in North Carolina. Um, she doesn't have a ton of family, you know, in the area. And the, the gym, you know, is sort of her adopted family and community. And you know, that's been a big part of it is like the, the, I think that speaks to the communal aspect of it. Like, you know, even though she isn't currently in the gym because of what's going on with her, um, she still has members of the gym and coaches coming out to see her and bringing her some food. And that's, you know, in many ways, just as important as anything else to have that communal support, especially with, you know, our elderly people who are often forgotten and, you know, cast aside. Um, You know, you have to be really proactive with them and, and, and make sure that they feel supported and they have what they need. And you know they're cared for.
1: Yeah, that's, that's absolutely spot on. My mom is actually, she just moved. She just moved, and she left the affiliate that she um, started CrossFit at, and she was the adopted mother to the owner there, very very close. And uh, now she's left, and she thinks she's like, oh, I'm so out of shape. I'm not strong anymore. This is it's so hard but I mean she is right to a point but it's really that communal aspect that Mm -hmm. is no longer there and I think that void in her life is really really tough but she just doesn't quite recognize it yet yeah Yeah. get her back get her back trying yeah
0: um um is were you surprised when this piece went viral were you surprised at how many people latched onto this um or when she walked in you're like holy shit! if this gets out man people are going to Well, be touched how it came
2: this. like so CrossFit didn't actually produce that piece of footage right. it right. was um to C- cut that
0: part jay go yeah. on
2: <laughs> <laughs> two members of mine who were um who this guy robin who was a uh, video editor or he works for right yeah. Yeah. yeah i don't know sure <laughs> specifically what you call it he does he yeah, like camera a freelancer yeah i don't know yeah, yeah. But um, he had been he had worked on a piece and he had this nice camera and he was like hey we got this camera is there anything around the gym that you think would be interesting for us to shoot and I was like well you know I work with Constance and she's pretty interesting why don't you come in and do this little shoot with her and um, not knowing what to expect I thought it was you know some little thing that we'll put on Instagram or whatever and it was awesome it came back and I was like whoa this is really good and I was like you know let me not put this out let me send this to to HQ and they might have some use for it
0: wow look at you
2: and uh, and sure enough it it definitely got much bigger than i thought it would but i'm not surprised
0: compassion perseverance commitment and now vision
2: what are you you talking about i'm describing you you. (laughs) i'm just saying words (laughs) yeah yeah yeah. Uh, i'll be back in an hour and ask you the definition
0: of those words that's you man that's fucking you it's fucking awesome thank you um Do you, do you floss your teeth a lot?
2: You know, I was really good. I flossed. Um, should I floss now? I flossed last night in preparation for, for this. You probably
0: shouldn't. People aren't. I mean, I'm fine if you floss right now. You did? Zoom in. You I did, did for I did for this, this yeah.
3: <laughs> last night, I mean, come on. That's like a long time ago. You I should, mean, if you were really committed, you would have done it Do you morning. have
0: some teeth where the food always hangs out? Like when you floss? Like, like I, have, I, have a, I have two teeth in the back. It's like my go-to teeth. Like I know if I get back there, okay. I'm going to fish something out cool.
2: Yeah. <laughs> uh, I don't think so. <laughs> I think right. it's an equal distribution. Right.
0: <laughs> is there a type of food that usually gets cut? It's always it's like meat, celery, and carrots. Broccoli and meat. I yeah, find broccoli it too, that
2: just always get lost. Fibrous is a mofo. Covering a lot of territory in this podcast, <laughs> <laughs> always layers. Dental health. Keep pulling back. <laughs> full
3: spectrum. Who's
0: the fittest guy in your gym? The fittest man or woman in your gym? Who uh, is it that you're kind of like? Yep, I'll put that mofo against anyone at Adrian's gym. We have a
2: guy, well, so we do Adrian's uh, the only person at his bike. gym, <laughs> yeah, by the, the way. way. Yeah, <laughs> that's not Who Sophia. do you have who's fitter than Adrian? Um, well, I'll just base it off the open. So we have, like, we do an intramural team competition for the open and as well as individuals. So this guy, Phil. Um, hi, Phil. How old, d- how old is he? Phil's young. He's like 25 or something like that. He's like
0: a. Is he sleeping with any girls at the gym?
2: I don't. He's not gonna dime him I don't out. know The less I know about I don't I, I stay out of gym gossip. Okay. Um,
0: just but, dropping little nuggets of wisdom. And uh, Look at <laughs> that.
2: Katie Katie Harper is our female.
0: Phil and Katie. <laughs> Phil and Katie are Phil together. And Katie. Okay. Yeah. Do power they bubble. train together? No. Two separate teams?
2: Uh well for the open I'm not sure what the where they were in the intramural teams, but they just they're just badasses.
0: Um, is your current girlfriend uh,
2: CrossFitter? She's a power lifter. Oh. Yeah.
0: Wow, like um, Christian Lucero. Yeah, I
2: guess so. Yeah, isn't his chick a she's a weightlifter? I think, yeah, she's a, a weightlifter. It's like anything yeah. other than yeah, CrossFit, yeah, is, like whatever. Yeah, barbell. Yeah, Same thing yeah, as, yeah, whatever.
0: <laughs> <laughs> um, I think that's it. I think that like anything else I go into would just be weird. I think I'd have to have you Let's back get weird. For, for a Tuesday. I have to bring you back for a second, um, a second podcast. Is there mm-hmm. anything that you'd like to share with the community before I kick you the fuck out of here? I think that... You should all DM Adrian. Yeah. <laughs>
2: <laughs> um, I don't hey. know. I think that we... A little. Let me pull something out here. See if I can think of something. No, I think that like it's important as affiliates to support each other. I think that if the more of us are successful individually, the more we're selected to successful... successful Collectively, um, I've had that website inside the affiliate, which they plugged on a bunch of the videos, and it was just sort of like, "Hey, this is what worked for us. Steal it, make it your own, make it better." Um, and I think it's the kind of thing that, you know, as affiliate owners, we should strive to kind of again think of ourselves more as a community, as a family, especially not not so much competitors, and um, you know, just be open with each other. And and if there's any affiliate owners out there, I've had tons of people contact me and I'm always willing to kind of give some time to give some advice or feedback. I don't do consulting because I don't want to monetize it. I don't want to um, be r- responsible in that way.
0: There's a price for everything, people. Yeah. It sounds <laughs> like you have your hands full at the beginning. Yeah. Of the oh my god. And
2: I'm not, like, I'm like really full. bad at answering emails, so I don't need more. But yeah. um, I think you guys do a cool
3: job of doing, you know, like the Subway series that you guys do where you have a bunch of gyms in the area come together, do a different mm. workout yeah different competition in, in a different gym you know periodically yeah but little things like that yeah, I that think sounds fun pretty yeah.
2: cool you know i just yeah so i think that i guess what I, what i'm trying to say or not saying it really is that um If there's anybody out there any affiliate owners who want some advice who want some feedback or whatever or just want to like talk shop i could talk about the gym business all day every day um reach out to me you know i'm here as a resource for you guys when i was when i started out as an affiliate back in the park i contacted a I think it was CrossFit level, it was CrossFit Seattle, CrossFit North at the time, Dave Warner's gym, mm-hmm. him and Nancy, and they were like super open about giving me some feedback and advice, and I, that really touched me, and that was something that That might I,
0: be the first?
2: They were their first affiliate. First affiliate, yeah, yeah. wow. So I kind of just like, I'd never met them or been out there, but I kind of dug their presence and what, what I perceived them to be doing out there, and they were really generous with their time, and um, I've always wanted to pay that forward. And, and what I try to do, like I'm not interested in like, how to convert leads, or how to like get more members, and like that stuff kind of happens organically. But you know, if you're interested in in um, you know seeing what we've done, what's made us successful to this point, I'm happy. I'm I'm an open book with that stuff. So anyone out there, I'm happy to talk your you off.
0: Let me ask you this, <coughs> even though the show's over, um, <laughs> what makes a good employee? What may, what what when you like you're you know they're always saying what makes a good affiliate owner, what makes mm. a good crosser. What makes a good if I wanted to be a trainer at your gym mm-hmm. what, what, what qualities would I have that would make me invaluable to you
2: I think humility is a big part of it I think that you know someone what who, does that
0: mean I always say you're right yeah.
2: <laughs> someone who's there Too in much. the service of others okay. you know it's not about like you're a hot shot and you want to be at the front of the class because you know you're good enough and you think that of an athlete and you think that you should be there um, you know someone who doesn't bring drama you know I'm, I don't bring drama I'm not interested in it um, but I but think some that hot
0: I, shoddiness. Like if I was taking a class and Adrian was my instructor mm-hmm. and he could do a pistol with a kettlebell, like mm-hmm. I'd want to watch it. Or like I remember going like seeing Zach Forrest air squat and being like, holy shit, like he has a miraculous mm-hmm. air squat. Like you yeah, want to see that, your instructor. They, I think, I think you there's a see difference your between
3: like a draw, though. Like that's a draw, you know? right. but that's, that can't prop up an entire
2: person. I think, you know I think ultimately right. someone who understands it's not about them. It's about everybody else. They're a resource mm-hmm. for everybody else in the gym. It's not about them. It's not about you're lucky enough to be in my class, um, and someone who's going to take the same amount of time with, you know, the person who's the hotshot versus the person who's the first day in, um, you know, who's going to take that extra time to work with that people. And it's like, you know, you don't want to, you can't get over it. Like, I've been doing this for 10 years, and I still get excited teaching the intro class. I still get excited teaching group classes. I still like look forward to that stuff, and I think that there's something um, innate that certain people have that, like, they come to it, and they're like, this is awesome, that I'm, I'm going to they, they can be motivated by trying to be the best part of someone's day and, and giving of themselves to somebody else in whatever way they can.
0: And you know, it's interesting, you do that in, the, in it seems like you do that in every facet of your life. So it's not, it's, it's, you know what I mean? It's like who you are. You're, you're a giver. Very genuine. You're not gonna, it's not like. You, Keep it going. It's not like you go to, <laughs> <Keep going>. I'm, <laughs> done. I'm, <laughs> done. I'm done.
2: Adrian? <laughs> we well, you know, room, yeah. Yeah. I, I mean, you're, the,
0: you're this person, you're this person. You're sitting at a restaurant outdoor and you see the ticket lady coming and you notice the car in front of you doesn't have money in the meter and you're the kind of guy who fucking gets up and throws a quarter in the meter, even though you'll never see the dude never be thanked. Am I right?
3: Actually, just yesterday we were walking out of a restaurant and we were pulling out and somebody else was pulling in. He's like, hey, you should take our meter, you know, because we had time left over on the meter. So yeah. Yeah, like, you're
0: hey. that guy. It's not, it's not, um, it's not, um, the reason why you can't get over it. Going back to what you said, it's not something like you can get over or burn out on. It's because
1: it's who you are. Mm-hmm. That's what you do. You give. Comes naturally.
3: You know, I will say too, though, because this yeah. is something been around to a lot of affiliates, and he probably doesn't even know he does it. But David does a great job of developing his staff. Like, they, I think they come to you as people that you'd want. Mm-hmm. But I don't think I've ever seen another affiliate have. I don't know if you still do this or if you did this a few years ago, but like dedicated staff development where everybody get together. It was a periodic thing, you know. I don't know if you want to talk more about that, but uh, that really impressed me because I I don't see that in too many places. It's like you yeah, have your coaching staff and they kind of come and go, and they're not always in the same place at the same time on a regular basis. And that I feel like that was something you always tried to foster.
2: Yeah, it depends on. I mean, it depends where the person's point of entry is in terms of you know whether they have experience coaching or not. You know what they need to be successful. I think what works well for our coaching staff why we have a really good re- reputation across the board with our coaches is that, well, one, we hire people who are you know, professional coaches who want to do this full-time. It's not just like, I want a free membership. I'm not interested in if you want a free membership, um, if that's all you're doing this for. But um, we have a lot of systems in place, so there's a support structure for how we run classes, how we do things. So like all of that is taken off of the shoulders of the coach, and they just have an opportunity in a forum to you know present themselves and give themselves. And our, our coaching staff is also great about being really open with each other about sharing information, about supporting each other, um, and it really is a team, and it really is a family, and like, I have so much love and, and um, admiration and gratitude for the people who, who my coworkers at the gym.
0: Are you working out every day?
2: Three to five times.
0: A week? Or three yeah. to five times a day? <laughs> three to five, <laughs> three five times a day. <laughs> are, are, <laughs> as a, I'll a, say the <laughs>
2: worst thing you can do for your own fitness is open and fill it, open your own gym. <laughs>
0: are, you, are you being that you are so generous with your, um, your time, your energy? Um you're being are you neglecting yourself?
2: No. I don't think so.
0: You take time for yourself?
2: I'm living my best life.
0: Do you have that scheduled
2: in? Um no. No. It's kind of I mean there's like certain cl- group group cl- I try to take group classes because I want to experience what our members experience. Absolutely. That's important to me.
1: How much was the tattoo?
2: <sighs> hundred bucks plus a fifty dollar tip.
1: I um a piece? Yeah. Is that common practice with tattoos,
0: tipping?
2: That was yeah, yeah, tipping, yeah. Mm-hmm. Definitely.
0: Tip. So, the one I want to get the tattoo, I want to get. I want to get the, um, you know, the Popeye one where fl- in the cartoon one he flexes oh, yeah. and flexes, and the, the tank, out. the tank starts like having turrets on top of turrets. Yeah. I was going to do that one on my bicep, and a battleship with skeletons fighting on the deck, like a pirate ship, with a great firing idea. cannons that way on my <laughs> chest. Do it just a massive I mean when I'm set 60 or 5 or 70 you when you, you guys are doing steroids, steroids I'm going to be uh, you want to get out of that three
2: way uh, yeah you, you need these, someone two, yeah
0: three-breasted mermaid <laughs> <laughs> I will tell you this if my kids ever do anything stupid like if they come home with like a fucking lip ring or something I swear to god I'll get a fucking teardrop tattooed on my yeah. eye just to yeah. like fuck you back to them. what I'm gonna pick you up from school with this uh, get a it's prince albert the
3: always it's just the
0: one up <laughs> just one get up a prince and albert and start walking around the front yard naked a wife beater on that might
3: affect your hammer practice though in the mornings oh are
0: you kidding Kidding me, that thing is that's nothing, yeah. Yeah, it's that's nothing.
1: Almost we'll look forward to it.
2: <laughs> Thank you for coming. Thank you for having me.
1: Um, there's a calendar outside. We'll schedule yeah. your return. Hey, actually, boss, congrats on being the first repeat guest yeah. on the podcast. Oh, what? I just got a No, first. Gary
2: Roberts scary. Yeah, his way in on this?
3: <laughs> I just kind of weaseled my <laughs> way in. I also think that Austin Maliolo snuck in, yes. On, I'm, oh. a, I'm a fan. But wait a second, Austin was invited. But he was on it and then he was on I think the Kelly Jackson
1: But he was invited. Got it.
0: He is the Are you first one. I wasn't, He's I the wasn't first invited.
3: One. <laughs>
1: no, actually I remember because I was pissed I wasn't here for your, your uh,
3: you
0: and um and uh um I'm going to get in so much trouble for this. Um Romanoff's son are the only two guests who've inserted at least oh at least, yeah? seven, at least you're in good company <laughs> <laughs> I feel like Leafs inserted hey that's
3: not fair I texted you could have said no <laughs> <laughs> I could not have said no to the great Adrian Bosman oh boy uh,
1: thank you thank yeah. you thanks guys